So anyways, before we get started, I mean, Pod Populi has just been sweet for me, smuggling diamonds. No one suspects it's coming out of here. I mean, Hudson is so quiet. It's amazing. Well, so how are you smuggling them in here? Not the whole butt thing, right? Like they do in prisons? <laughs> no, I just bring them in like when we, you know, when we're here for like people's proof and we have those bottles, I just put them in the bag there with the cooler. Is Diamonds, what? they're so cool. That's why it makes that rattling sound. Yeah, yeah. You guys all thought it was ice. Uh, anyways, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm in a great mood. And, uh, okay. uh-oh. Oh, that does Dude. not sound good. Oh, God, don't they have more important things to do? Lay on the ground. You're under arrest. What the heck is that? I bet you Scott narked on you. Scott? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Of all guys, Andy? I wouldn't do it. Are you saying that I've been blindsided? Ha <laughs> ha, sucker! <laughs> Enjoy the pin. Anybody got new lyrics for this hot new lick? I do. All right. Man, who who did you contract out that? That was a brand new theme song that Barry put together based on my need for a more rocking theme yeah. song. Well done, sir. Thank you. Wait a minute, this Barry? Yes. This Barry right here. Dude. The one with the rolled down hat. <laughs> Is that your new I look? I just noticed your hat. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so do you guys, do you guys want to... Like fully flesh out the blindsided song with like lyrics, a bridge, a chorus. I personally, I'm kind of digging just the music for now. Like, yeah. I'm, you know, bring it in, and then it sort of fades into like our sexy voices. Yep, I really like it. And then when we come back from commercial breaks, it'll be the same thing. I feel like I should punch someone in the face after listening to that song. I was gonna say those exact words. I really was. <laughs> I, actually, I was gonna say. Does that song make you feel like punching someone in the face? Because that's what it makes me feel like. See, the thing about it is, is Barry wrote that hardcore, nasty-ass music, right? Yeah. And you got the knit cap on and the flannel. You're drinking a freaking gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Inside, that's how I feel, that music. But outside, <laughs> it's a different story. Can you we are a complicated man. Can we hear it again? Let's hear it one more time. Do you want to hear it one more time? Yeah. All right. Give me a second. From the beginning? Do we, do we just want to play it all the way through? I like the beginning. All right. This is where you say the intro right here. Welcome to Blindsided. We're going to get effed up today. Something like that. Isn't there some guitar in it? Yeah, there's a face-melting guitar solo coming up. All right. Oh, yeah. Wow. You know what that guitar solo sounds like to me? A chicken. Sounds like a cat stuck in a tree. (laughs) This was supposed to be like the second part of the song. 
Listen, if you make this song uh, 60 minutes long, we don't have to do fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? I'm glad you guys like it. I do. Yeah, that's great. Well done. Uh, so anyways, today I, I had plotted out a great episode, um, but it's been sidetracked and shall I say, I was blindsided last night by something that happened. Um, Joe and I were out at a local establishment doing a little karaoke, mm-hmm. and someone stole Joe's phone. No. Yep. So we're just sitting was, at the bar. Go ahead. be my phone. Yeah, right. Yeah. I know. So they really stole Scott's phone. Sentimental yeah. attachment. You gave your phone to him? I purchased, purchased it. Purchased it, yeah. Oh. Because he's that kind of friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I actually overpaid, but no. <laughs> go ahead, Joe. Tell him the story. I'll tell my version of it. There's only like six people there. How did? Oh, so that being said, and if you want to tell it, you can tell it. It was crowded yesterday. Yeah, it oh. was crowded. So I will give him that. Is this? Uh, was this um, basement or Mavis? We were at Mavis. Mavis, got it. Yeah. So, I have, my phone was on the bar, right? Because I check it occasionally, but not often. Because I'm not like you know, I like to be present. But when I go up to sing karaoke, I always take my phone with me because then. I know I take people's phones sometimes and do like selfies and like inappropriate pictures, right? Um, so I don't want that to happen to my phone. So I take my phone up with me. I come back from one of my songs. My phone's not there. And I'm like, do you guys have my phone? And everybody's like, no, no, we don't have your phone. I was like, feel my pockets, nothing. I can't find my phone. I was like, my phone's gone. They're like, did you take it up and leave it up? I was like, no, I didn't take it up. And there's, there's like no table of a karaoke at the microphone. I just, no right? place to put it. No place to put it. So I lost my phone and I was secretly kind of happy because I was like, oh, cool. Now I can get a new phone. But then I was also like, that sucks. So then everybody's like looking for it and everybody, you know, like, how about find my phone type of thing? Call Karen. So text Karen, you know, but I don't have that on my phone. And then. Oh, and then they're like, um. We saw a girl up here. This is the part I feel bad, (laughs) bad about. They're like, we saw a girl here at the bar. This is bullshit. I, I'm calling it right now. You guys are full of shit. We're and, not. This and, is a, I can call. I can phone a friend and verify this. <laughs> and they're like, she was right here and she ordered it. And I was like, is she still here? And they're like, no. And they're like, we're looking around. And then Andy's like, she's right over there. And I was like, <laughs> and she was there. She's there occasionally, right? So I was like. You recognize her. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's a regular mm-hmm. sometimes. So I, <laughs> I go over there and I was like, hey, did you happen to get my phone? Uh, at the bar by mistake, and you could tell right away she's offended. She's like, uh, no, I only have my phone. And I was like, because, you know, you went up and ordered a drink, and maybe we thought maybe you picked up my phone by mistake. She's like, nope, that's all I got is my phone. And I was like, all right, fine. Suspicious. And I come back. That sounds so suspicious yeah. already. I come back, and the bartender is there, and I was like, don't you guys have, like, if this just happened, like it literally just happened a few minutes ago, don't you have, like, Camera. videos, cameras? She's like, oh, we got them all over the place. And I said, like, are they live? Like, can we go back and look right now? She's like... Yeah, she's, so she disappears and back. And meanwhile, you know, everybody's like, did you check your pockets? Did you do that? And I was like, yeah, it's not rocket science. Anyways, it's in my back pocket. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's not rocket science. So that's a great my, story you just told, Joe. It was in my back pocket <laughs> for a good 15, 20 minutes. Everybody's looking around. We're texting people. Everybody's calling it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just fill in a little details because I mean that's a great story he just told. Um, so yeah, a lot of that's true. 
uh, he may have missed out the part where I said, Joe, you sure you checked your pockets? And he went, nothing, nothing. And well, it was in his pocket. Um, then he's like, all I got is this big wad of ones. So he left oh, that out. <laughs> I did have like 50 ones. So this girl comes up to the bar. Also suspicious. Yeah. This girl comes up. No, it's not. It's his daughter's. How dare you? That's another story. <laughs> um, it's from Tips from Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, that's, that's um, exactly that makes, what it is. That makes sense. That's what she's told me. We were planning to go to Hudson Spring Parks afterward. <laughs> so this this lady, she does come in pretty regularly. And she did. She ordered two drinks and was right in front of Joe. And so I said to Joe, well, this one lady came up. Maybe she grabbed it you know, by mistake because, I mean, she, she comes there regularly. I'm sure she's not a thief. Would and, you say she's a barfly? No. Oh, okay. So, so Joe went all around the the restaurant and the bar and said she's not here. And then everybody's like, "Oh, she definitely took it." And then I walk. So then I got to get up and I walk like ten feet away and I'm like, "Look right at her." And she looks right at me and I, I, I go back to the bar and I'm like, "She's right there." Did you apologize, Joe, <laughs> for accusing her? So well, so then this is the rest of the story. So then she comes up and orders a Caesar salad. From the bartender, a half also suspicious. Yeah, and it's then, got then she goes back to her seat, and then I say to the bartender, "It's like, what did she just order?" She's like, she ate "Caesar salad," and I said to Andy and the bartender, "I was like, do you think I should pick up the, her tab, right?" And the bartender's like, "No," <laughs> she's like, <laughs> "She's like, no." She's like, her boyfriend is some guy, and uh, he's like, and he normally comes in as well. He came in a little bit later. She's like, "No, he's loaded." He's got to look like you're hitting on her too. Don't bother. You know, I make up this whole phone thing and now I'm going to buy your salad. And I'm. Well, if she thought I was hitting on her, she would not have anything of it. (laughs) She talked to me afterwards, (laughs) to be honest. So I went up to sing and uh, I had my uh, I liked Cleveland before it was cool t shirt on. And she's like, oh, where'd you get that? And I was like, Cleveland Clothing Company. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that place. Love that place. And then she was like, tell your friend to fucking stay away from me. <laughs> Did she really? No. <laughs> but the other parts were true. I would love that. Here, here's my text to Karen during this whole thing, just so we have some context. Can you see if you have find my iPhone on Joe's phone? It, it's missing from the bar. Oh, never mind. It was in his pants like I suggested. <laughs> Getting old so sucks, Joe. You don't share your location with your family? No, and that's actually a good topic because today Karen's like, oh, I told her like why I, I didn't find my phone, which was, in my defense, I didn't have my wallet yesterday, which is normally in my back left pocket. But I put my phone back there, so when I felt back there, there was something, and I just assumed it was my wallet. Anyways, then she's like, you know what? You, you We really need to set up your phone where I can find it. And I was like, I don't know if I want that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that I'm trying to hide anything, but like. Yeah. It, it, it does come in handy from time to time. Yeah. You, you think it? I should share it? I don't know. You I can mean, turn it off when you don't want to share it. That's really? true. You should turn off the location. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I might be the wrong person to I'm, ask because I share my location with a lot of people. Like I do too. Andy's wife has my location. Edie has my location. I don't have your location. I even have your old phone. Still- yeah. What the hell? <laughs> And you made me, well, he made me pay for it. He doesn't share his location. I'm starting to think that. Well, let's yeah. remedy this right now. Yeah. Please I'm do. on it. That whole story reminds me of a story from a Douglas Adams book. I forget which book. I don't know if you guys have ever read oh, any is of it. Wait, um, wait, 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 is wait, it a hitchhiker? Wait, wait. Um, it is. But I forget wait, which one. Before yeah. I share my location, are you going to share back? Because it sounds like you're not a sharer. I, all right. Maybe with you. 
Okay. Just don't right. check up on me a lot. No, I won't. All right. All right. Well, why were we hanging out on a pond, a oh, local pond? Hey, wait, wait. Look at this. Joe Turner can see your location. Ah. Uh, you have it and you don't even know it. <laughs> Joe. Bastard. How dare you? Joe, why are you thinking? Are we talking about this today? Oh, I think we should save that when he gets when he comes on. Okay. All right. Well, that amused me to no end last night, let me tell you. And I was just like, well, that just derailed everything I wanted to talk about tomorrow because I wish you guys could have been there on how, how – because we went from, holy crap, I can't believe, you know, because we all keep our phones out every time we go there to like, there's a thief in this area. Who is it? Yeah. Yeah. I, if, if I've thought that people stole something from me a hundred times, two of those times were – where it was, it was true. <laughs> Actually uh-huh. happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know, and Andy, being the great guy he is, he messaged <laughs> me this morning. He's like, hey, if you don't want me to talk about that phone thing on the podcast, I won't. Wow. He's like, but I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> and my reply was, Andy. Yeah. Was go for it. I was like, basically. dude, that's comedy gold. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't keep this from the world. Yeah. That's very considerate. We have fans to think about now. <laughs> so you just share some things. Yeah, I do share something. Yeah, <laughs> we won't we won't location. share the other stories. Not from my last location. Night. We appreciate it, Joe. Yeah. All right, so that's that. That was the first thing uh, I had. So, what did some of you fellas have? So I do have one thing. You guys yeah. don't mind if I go first? I'm just like next to Andy, so I thought we were going like. No, that's like good. Clockwise. We can do that. Yeah. Because we kind of talked about it. We started to talk about it on, in the truck on the way down here. Mm. Again, Scott drives a truck. Um, for the children. What was the first album you bought with your own money? Oh, man. That's a good question. Well, okay, I so I, I shared that I was going to be excited about this. Yeah. So one of Barry's um, intros was kind of Yacht Rockish. Yeah. Phil Collins, it reminded us of Phil Collins. My first was Phil Collins but that had the studio. Susu Studio? Yeah. What was that? What, what album was well, that? But Seriously. Yeah. No, think, really, what is no, it? What was it? <laughs> Is it really called Butler Series? I think so. I think that's right. I think that was my first one. And I had like a big Sanyo, um, you know, not a small, a small boom box, but a, a big radio. You know why I liked that? I liked that song because it had like, it had a bunch of trumpets in it, didn't it? I believe it did. Well, and I really bought it for the one that had, so remember Friday Night Videos. Oh, yeah. Because we didn't have cable. We lived right. out in the sticks. Yep. And so we got three channels and we got Friday Night Videos. And they had that claymation um, music video mm-hmm. for the one song. I can't think. I'm drawing a blank on it right now. Oh, not clay, was it claymation or was it the puppets for uh, um, like Wallace and Gromit? Did they have one like that? I don't know. <laughs> it was. Uh... Anyway, yeah, I'm so bad at music. Your story goes tiresome. <laughs> You can you can you can ring back in when you find it. This all came about so there was a song and like Barry was like, I remember my first and I was like, No, yeah, don't talk about it. We're gonna talk about it later today. We we did a lot of that in the last couple days. Joe, I believe the noise that you made was (laughs) (laughs) It's the same noise we do to our our puppy. <laughs> and I'm like, is that supposed to mean that I'm supposed to shut up and that you're going to talk about that on the podcast? Because all week Andy's been like, save it for the podcast. Yeah. All right, so what was yours, Barry? Uh, I know exactly what mine was. I know exactly where I bought it. 
The only thing I don't know is what how much I paid, but I bought on on the way over here. We heard a song by Iron Maiden, and it reminded me of it. And then amazingly, the topic came up. Uh, we heard the Trooper, which is off the Peace of Mind album, I believe. But the very first album that I bought was Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast. Mm-hmm. And uh, like how old were you? I was twelve. Wow. I was a huge. Well, the thing is, Iron Maiden is a band that is totally driven by their bass player and their music. He, the guy who's the bass player, writes almost all the music. Um, and he's a fantastic bass player. His name's Steve Harris. And that's why I love that band. Not because I'm into like satanic imagery or anything. Why not? Well, you're also drinking gin and tonic. So yeah. I, I would assume that. This I, middle I town gin is devil so drinks. Probably. My so, parents would not have let me have that. My dad never knew or cared. My dad was into like prog rock at the time. He was li- listening to like Yes. Really? And Moody Blues. Yeah. And so he, I, he, I don't think he cared. Can I buzz back in? Sure. Yeah. Land of Confusion. Yes. That was that song. Yep. I thought no, it was Puppets, that. though. I think it was Puppets. Was it? Okay. Like, yeah. yeah, that was. Like Muppet Puppets. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It was like the same puppets that were on that political puppet show they used to have back then. Yes. I forget the name of so it. So yeah. my album was, the reason I thought of this, I was around on the treadmill today and listening to Amazon Music on TV, and it was Quiet Riot. Come on, feel the noise. Mental Health. Oh, that's the name yeah. of the album. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that was my first, and I bought it. It was a cassette. Yeah. Because I didn't have a DD, CD player, and I don't think CDs were out or big yet. So I yeah. bought that. Yes. I hope not. And I was debating God, between. Yeah. Me feel old. I was <laughs> debating between that one. I had that one in my hand, and I had ZZ Top. Both um, good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, which one? I was like, man, I really love that. Come on, feel the noise. Those guys are so cool. The late Dusty Hill of ZZ Top recently passed away, the bass player for ZZ Top. Well, I would assume since he's the late. Yeah, he died recently. Yeah. Great bass player, great singer, fantastic ZZ Top. I yeah. saw them live at Wright awesome State. Awesome videos. Yes. Yeah. That was one of my great first beards. Uh, tapes as well. Yeah. Listen, I don't know what my first one I bought was. Cause well, then you can't participate in this uh, discussion. Well, forget it then. No, I do remember my, my first album I feel like I purchased – but I know it wasn't because I had albums before that, but mostly like Superman and Bugs Bunny, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> was uh, I had to look, look up to make sure I had the right title. It was Elvis Costello's This Year's Model. Oh, such a great album. Oh, my god! That one I can – I definitely remember – I don't know how old I was. I mean, it, but I remember picking it out and buying it. And I, and I used to have a, a great album collection that I sold off, but that one I remember distinctly. I was well ahead of my time. I had an amazing record collection that got stolen when I was at Wright, uh, when I was at Wright State. Are you sure you just didn't leave it at the bar and put it in your back pocket? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you check your back pocket? <sighs> I had a forty-five uh, that the police pressed before they signed a record deal, and it, it, and I paid a bunch of money for it at a record show. Yeah, I used to have a bunch of that stuff too. Yeah. I sold it. I don't know why. Probably because of my wife. I remember selling. I used to collect baseball cards too, and I had this huge couple shoeboxes full, like some really good stuff. I would imagine now it'd be even better. Um, and I sold it to some old dude. He was totally taking advantage of me too. I sold it for twenty dollars. Yeah, because I was like, oh man, that's so much gas. That's so much gas money. Pump it up and radio, radio on that album by Elvis Costello. Such an awesome album. Yeah. So on that same theme, what's a 
like a tape that you played. Not so fast, Scott. No, well, it's 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 related. Yeah, it's definitely related. This guy needs to tell us this first album that he bought because someone oh, tells me you're not trying. He to, did. I did. What, someone tells me you're not that, listening, Barry. No, I'm not. No, but Phil, that that Susu Studio is Phil Collins, right? You even said the album name, isn't it? Oh, that was the one he said. I'm sorry. <laughs> Now, now you're, you're like is that now t- you're in the doghouse. Yeah. Well, it was actually, it, so it was Genesis, not Phil Collins. Was it? Yeah. Oh, so it was that album. Land of yeah. Confusion is on the album called Genesis. It's also on Invisible Touch. I'm sorry. Yes, that, you're right. That's what it is. Uh, you know what, Barry? Take five. Know, you're Barry, right. I think you need to roll your hat back up because you can't hear with it over your ears. My head's really hot right now. Yeah, I was gonna say it's <laughs> overheating. So a, cassette, you bleed it out. Yeah, like in high school. Oh, I Death know Leopard, Pyromania. X is same here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With, without even thinking about it. Yeah, but mine would have been uh, Guns N' Roses Appetite. For uh, same, same. Yeah, uh, yeah that was in college was... when that came out. And uh, I can remember uh, just being at my buddy's uh, dorm at UMass and just playing the same. F out of that over and over. That was like, your favorite album, you're saying, at the time? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. And we would always play it right before we'd like go uptown, you know be sitting in our you know apartment or fraternity room and just drinking these beers listening to guns and roads like all badass and i put on my penny loafers pop my collar and go uptown <laughs> by the time that record came out like around the time like motley Crue started getting popular it was right around the same time i was already listening to like college i was listening to woxy oh yeah 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 the yeah i was too but when that album came out i was like yeah this is good this is you know yeah. Just hard driving, good rock. Yeah. You hadn't heard in a while. WOXY, one of the greatest college radio stations in the country, yep. made, made famous by uh, Tom Cruise and Rain Man. Yep. Remember that? Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Definitely remember that. <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right. You got anything, Barry? Oh, sure. I mean, because you got your. Yeah, you after your... busting my ass, you better have something. I feel bad about that. Because I wasn't paying attention. He's too busy mixing his gin. I wish I had more. I'm going to have to bring more because that was so good. That was really good. Oh, my gosh. Was that good? Scott, come on. It was delicious. Uh, Help us out. Scott's being uh, responsible. Okay. So what's the strangest or most outrageous thing you ever recorded with your cell phone? Ooh, I know already. Hmm. I, I... Did I get it all, though? Got to say it now. All right. So we were on our way. I don't remember where. We were in an airport going somewhere. And some guy just fucking flipped out on the ticket lady. Like, like we were all, whatever happened, I forget why the flight was delayed or what it might have been. But we were all in the same situation, right? And most of us have been like, well, it's not their fault, right? Whatever happened, happened. But this guy just went fucking nuts and I just remember being like, I wonder if I can get this whole thing and then if I can post it somewhere because this will go viral. <laughs> and I just couldn't get like a good angle. Like, you know how when you like want to record some guy go crazy, but if he turns around and sees you, you're going to be like, <laughs> yeah, right. you're going to get his rage. So I, I don't really, that was probably the craziest thing I ever recorded. I don't think I've recorded anything crazy. Ne- never? No. I feel the same. I mean, the... I'm grasping at straws here. I'm going to submit my place as the boring one right now. But I was in an airport and um, I'm going to forget what you said like in five minutes and then everyone will call yeah, you out for right. not saying anything. I have to listen to these twice. I'm so boring. <laughs> um, 
Listen to him at double speed then. And this dude was, he was wearing like capri pants and mules. And this, and so it walks by and I only see like, you know, from the knee down. And I'm like, that lady has really big feet. And then I look up and it's a dude. And so like, I only snapped a picture. I didn't record video. Like, Wait, I can't laugh at that. <laughs> but That's it was funny. like, really, really. It, I've never seen a man wear capris and clogs before. So you just took a picture of it. Yeah. I shared it around. <laughs> Once again, you didn't share it with me. Well, let me check. Sure I don't think we knew each other back then. This was, I think I was living in like way Midwest back then. Yeah, it would definitely be weird for Midwest. I don't know. I mean, I, I probably done a fart or something. I don't know. Just seeing if I could capture it or that's outrageous. Somebody snoring. I, yeah, it's boring. I, Barry must have. But you got something. Come on. Of course he does. It's watch watch him be like no. I have one, and then I thought of another one, and I can't remember if I'm going to be able to remember it. So I'll just tell you the one that I know for sure, and then we'll move on from there. I was in Myrtle Beach with my family, and I dropped them off at uh, like this shopping center, and then I went to park because you have to park like a quarter mile away from where you want to be. So I dropped them all off. I was going to park the car. As I'm parking the car, I get out, and I see this woman like beating the living hell out of her probably five-year-old. It was incredibly disturbing. So I, I'm like panicking, trying to get my phone out so I can record this woman doing it. And I'm, I'm walking toward her because I'm like, if, if, if she doesn't stop with me pointing this camera at her, I'm going to have to intervene. Because she's like, like as hard as she can, smacking this kid on his back and on his behind and just hitting him. And I, I was incredibly disturbing. So as soon as she sees me with the camera, she gets in the car and drives away. But that that was that was definitely the most damn outrageous dude. thing. You just brought this whole podcast yeah. down. Yeah, Andy, you're gonna need to edit in a uh, trigger warning. <laughs> and then it turned out it was a midget, and it was her boyfriend. I, <laughs> I got another. I got another one like that, but it's it's not as uh, horrifying. Good. I have an uplifting one. So good. Go ahead. Okay. Good. <laughs> My kids always make fun of. They don't make fun of me. They always bring this up. We were at the gas station on 82, the get-go on 82 by, by 480. And I'm pumping gas, and I see this guy pull up with, like, probably a 10-year-old sitting in front of him on his motorcycle. Neither one of them have helmets on. Totally, completely illegal to do that, okay? He's riding a motorcycle with, like, this young girl sitting on the front of the motorcycle. So there's a cop at get-go. And I go, hey! <laughs> Look over here. What? I mean, look, like there's people over here committing crimes. And he's like, he looks up from his newspaper, the cop. He's like, uh huh, well. And then I'm like, right over here. And he goes, oh, okay. And he walks over there and he arrests the guy. But I saved the girl. So thank you very wow. much. Oh, you're uh, a hero. I know. That's what my kids say. You know, the funny thing is, when you said, have you recorded something? I automatically assumed audio. That's why I talked oh. about farts. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like snoring. I didn't think about like video. Maybe because we're on a podcast, I just assumed it was audio. Okay, back to you, Joe. Well, now I have to go through my phone because I imagine it's probably some reason. Go ahead. Probably some sorry. hilarious Uh-oh. stuff on there. I think that might speak to Joe's age more than... <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I thought you meant, you know, the video pictures. Oh, I thought you meant did I sketch it? Let me check my MySpace page. Old man Turner forgets his phone. Phones have video now? Pretty soon he's going to have to be helped up off the toilet. There's a camera on this thing? Holy smokes. Yeah, I still got nothing. <laughs> Scott? 
uplifting. Yeah, you, you're, oh, you're going to lift us up after yeah. Barry's child so, abuse stuff. My, my younger son's birthday is right after um, Halloween. So we would always have leftover pumpkins laying around, right? And so um, I saw this thing on TV where they would take and put dry ice inside of a two-liter bottle and then pour some water in there and then put the cap on, and it would explode. It was this uh, slow-motion video uh, TV show. And this thing was so violent. It like it, it, They put it inside of this tank uh, with water and a glass front, and they were doing high-speed video of it. And it, when it exploded, like only one of the three bottles that they had put in this tank exploded, and it blew the glass front out of this thing. It was so violent. I'm like, that looks like a lot of fun. Of course. Like, we have to do this for a children's birthday party, of course. So my son, when he was probably four or five years old, we started doing that. So we would go to like the welding supply store, get the dry ice and the pellets, and we'd drop it down in the, the bottle. And But we would put it inside the, the pumpkins that were left over from Halloween, and then we'd just blow them across the back of the yard. So I've got some videos on YouTube of that. And... Um, yeah, it's all, it's so violent and so cool. Blowing shit up. Yeah, well, now up. we need those videos for the podcast. Thank all you right. very much. No problem. We can do that. Thank you. Joe won't understand how to do it. It's, it's complicated. <laughs> I still haven't listened to one of these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I just replay them in my mind. <laughs> They're probably better that way. Mm-hmm. I'll be horrified. If I listen to the podcast, I'll be so horrified by the things, the dumb things that I say that it'll just lock me up for every future podcast. So I can't do it. I can't listen, listen to it. We have fans. Okay. We, we have people writing reviews and, and messaging and saying that we're making them laugh. And that's all that matters. Public officials like yeah. what we're doing. Yes. Public officials. I've got no feedback that you just said something really stupid yeah i just added that stuff out barry that's why you're so you're not hardly in any oh, of the episodes oh, thank goodness <laughs> thank, thank goodness there's a lot of references to you but then it's just like a big two minute pause <laughs> and yeah i've been blindsided and there's just some like music do 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 and then we come back <laughs> all right so i think we've all watched up um season the latest season of uh ozark and if we I, haven't, fuck you. I haven't. Well, we're, the, no, this, no spoilers here. Ruth is like my favorite character. Yes. She just has so many great just one-liners or statements. And so what's your favorite Ruthism from all seasons that you can recall? I, I've told nine. I will so. go first because this is going to be really short. I don't know. reason I don't know, I am horrible at like movie quotes, TV quotes, like, I barely know, Luke, I'm your father. I'm with oh. you. I'm, I'm terrible about that, too. So he, he doesn't say Luke. Yeah. See? <laughs> God. <laughs> Bless it. He just says, I am your father. The Luke is implied. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was no stormtrooper in the room or anything. Was... All right. So anyways, I don't know. I do love Ruth, and I think she's badass. I do have one problem with her which I don't want to point out because if you watch the show, that's all you're going to see now. But I'm going to say it anyways because why not? Um, she does this whole like half blink thing when like something's bothering her. She's like... I think it's an actor's choice. Like that's her like... I think she's doing it as her character. I, I know she is, but like that's all she does now. That's all oh. I see. I'm going to totally just do that for the rest of the She season. had a rough season. Yeah. All right, but... I- I have a few that I think I know, and but you, they'll be, yeah. be yours and Andy's. Well, I, I said my one from this one was, why would they make DEFCON 1 worse than DEFCON 5? And I've already used it in real life with someone. Uh, I think uh, 
one of our friends posted the weather and it was like, we're at a level one. And I was like, does that mean we're worse or better than five? What I do remember is right before she said that, she was like, "Like, God damn it, Marty, don't you ever lose your keys? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, everything's such a big ordeal with him. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, that was great. I forgot about that, but that was fantastic. Well, Barry doesn't watch it. Yeah. I'm I'm restricted to only watching things that my wife and I both like. Oh. Wait, she yeah. doesn't like Ozark? It's not that she doesn't like it. It's just we kind of never really got into it, and we've been watching other stuff. I think we probably will watch it eventually. Mm. How about you, Scott? So mine was, um, I think this was like season three. They're at the, the Riverboat Casino, and the... You know, Frank Jr., the mob boss's son from Kansas City, yep. is there. And he's got his Trans Am or whatever parked in the handicapped spot. And she's pissed off at him about something. I don't know if he'd, like, beat her up or whatever it was. But she's like, and and what you got ain't a handicap. It's just poor fucking judgment. Quit parking in that cripple spot. <laughs> so it was like this perfect thing of she's defending the, the handicapped people by calling them cripples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a good one. Well, we know the classic, and you know, at one point, a member of my family had curly blonde hair, and we were like, "Oh my God, you look just like Ruth!" So we made her uh, say one of the all-time favorites, which is, "I don't give a shit about fuck." <laughs> <laughs> which you can't beat that one. No. Am I right? How do so, you guys How do you guys feel about your kids swearing? I know how you feel about it. Joe. Why? Because well, you're not a fan of swearing like in general, I think. What? Is that not true? Am I, am I totally off base? What would give you that impression? Well, you don't like when Karen swears. Well, that's well, just not ladylike. Well, geez, yeah, well, she just dropped F-bombs. <laughs> well, they're at you, usually. Yeah, yeah, they're, in, yeah. And they're normally at me. But, so I could see why he wouldn't like them. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, but your kids, how do you feel about it? Your kids are obviously old enough. Where yeah. It, I, it doesn't bother me. It catches me off guard um, when they'll do it. But, you know, like, they're always using it, like, appropriately yeah. and, like, not in abundance. Yeah. And it's normally not in anger. It's just. Yeah, that's my thing. I don't want them, like, cussing at someone or using yeah. it in anger. But if they're just spicing up their language with it a little bit. You know, if they got to say, like, I got a lot of shit to do today, I'm fine with that. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm the same way. I, you know, at first uh, I was really, when they were younger, cognizant about not swearing yes and then i think at some point you realize they're old enough and you know you hit your thumb with a hammer or something and the f-bombs come out and then you're just like all right kids you're on your own now use it appropriately well there's studies that say people who cuss are judged as more trustworthy and relatable than people who don't well i fucking agree with that yeah exactly (laughs) that shit sounds real what does that say about barry and me barry's thinking i don't swear you don't think I'm trustworthy? You don't but think I'm intelligent? You did, you did blame someone for stealing your wallet. <laughs> and I'm not that intelligent. It was in my back pocket. <laughs> I'm over my son swearing. He swears quite a bit, and I'm kind of over it. I get it. And he's, he's like funny. What? No, he's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my, Liam's pretty funny, so I don't mind him swearing. He's usually doing it in a humorous context. My daughter and I have like a running joke. She's only 12, and she will say things like, can I say it? Like, like yeah. so-and-so said something, can I say it? And I'm like, never, I never, ever <laughs> want to hear you say those words. Yeah. And none of my kids are using like anything that 
wouldn't disturb me. It's, you know, fuck shit and asshole. Yeah. You know, maybe a bitch every once in a while. What would be worse than that? I... N- nothing. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I mean, can't say it on us. <laughs> we still have that clean rating to defend. Yeah. yeah ruin, I saw ruin. that clean rating. I was like, mm, really? Yeah. Is, Is it, it really it? that clean? Who's Who's monitoring that? I don't know. We should find out and, and give him a call and ask him to be on the podcast and then just be, I, hey, fucker. I kind of want to know what's the next level up and maybe yeah. try to achieve it. Yeah. <laughs> get upgraded. Yeah. yeah. Anybody know a church lady we could invite to like, report us? Yeah. I remember that Simpsons where Ned Flanders was like writing down every word from, uh, he was watching videos and going back and reviewing them and writing down every we word and that. calling it in. Yeah. I had a job once where everybody swore a lot at this place where I worked, including my boss at me and to me and a you know, about me and about everybody else. And so I did it with this other guy I worked with at the same place. And he's like, would you mind not swearing around me? <laughs> I'm like, really? Okay. You were like, fuck, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dick. All right. Well, folks, as you know, we have to pay the bills. Oh, yeah. And uh, we have a commercial. It was inspired by the upcoming Super Bowl and by Dry January. Um, this comes from the brilliant mind of Scoot. Also known as Scott. <laughs> the alcohol industry takes a huge hit every year during dry January. Heck, even moist January hurts. Now that dry January is over with, but before you start eating fish every damn day, join the alcohol industry and let us help you get your party on. Time to make up for those lost 31 days and double down and party down. Sure, alcohol causes problems, but what about its benefits? It allows you to shirk responsibility for your actions and put the blame directly on alcohol. It's okay, people. Do it. We can take it. It can help reduce the risk of diabetes. Aw, shucks, Wilfred Brimley. You should have had that extra dry martini. It can reduce the risk of a stroke, so chug, chug, chug. You're more likely to exercise. I mean, once you've done something stupid while intoxicated, you need to be running from the popo, am I right? People, you had your month, but now the alcohol industry needs you to step back in the game and raise your glass to us. Blindside does not endorse drinking to excess. These statements are the result of no one and nothing we say should be taken seriously. Cheers. Nicely done. Very nice. Thank you. Very nice job, Scoot. <laughs> Got my inspiration. I'm an ideas guy. See, yeah. Yeah, you brought something. Yeah. Right. We all have our strengths and our weaknesses. I mean, well, you guys do. Anyways. <laughs> I, I have a question. Well, it depends. Uh, I realized that uh, Joe had planned on blindsiding me. Wait, we're not doing that? No, that was a blindside to you guys. Yeah. So, uh, so spoiler alert. The uh, person couldn't make it tonight. The person couldn't make it tonight, whoever it is. So keep it a secret. Um, So uh, I do have a fun game we could play or we could phone a friend and make them do something. Uh, Dealer's choice. The friends would be Joe's wife, Karen, and my wife, Adrian. And that would be making them pick up. Okay. Then no. So I have a fun game. So I've got a script here. I changed my mind. <laughs> right. All your names are on them. 
It oh. may be from something you know. You may figure it out. I hope we would do something like this. So we're all going to act out this script. But I, all, I want you all to pick a distinct voice, not your own, um, to read your lines. And then at the end, you might be able to guess where it's from. But, it, you know. I hope I'm Sinatra. This was really uh, a blindside to Barry because he's always, like, helping backstage at the theater, but he never performs. So never. now I wanted to give him a chance to really get his acting chops in. Oh, that's fun. So uh, I'm going to read the uh, the the instructions in between, um, and then you can guys will read your lines, okay? But remember, I don't want your real voice. I want I want a, I want another voice. You decide. <laughs> like, and don't copy I, the guy next to you. I was gonna say I can only do like. I know you can do I, more than one voice. That's right. <laughs> All right. We are in the Dean Martin suite. It's nighttime. The guys enter the room jostling. Scott has Andy in a headlock. Then they freeze. The Dean Martin suite is massive, complete with lounge area, two flat screen TVs, full bar, and multiple bedrooms. The guys just gape. Woo-wee! This is bigger than my house! Joe blows past them, totally unfazed. Get just ladies with wheels up in ten. Scott and Andy race off to find their bedrooms, leaving Barry standing alone, just staring at the decadent suite. I am so not getting paid back. Dean, <laughs> Dean Martin's master bedroom night. Joe enters the bedroom, drops his bag, and starts changing his shirt when his cell phone rings. Well, he's got his cell phone. He answers. This is Joe. Joe listens and grows a bit panicked. He's in Vegas? You're kidding me. All right, all right, I'll get it. All right, all right. When Scott walks past, Joe turns away and covers the phone, trying to keep the call confidential. I said, all right, dude. How many times do you want me to tell you? It's all right. All right, all right. Joe hangs up, looking uncharacteristically stressed. Dean Martin's sweet bathroom. Andy brushes his teeth while, at the next sink over, Barry selects a facial wash from his highly organized toiletries kit and begins washing his face. So you ready for Sunday? Yeah, I thought I'd be nervous, but I'm actually just really psyched. Barry nods, impressed. Tracy's dad still hates you? Oh, yeah. Any closer to figuring out why? Eh, I think he wanted more for his girl. I mean, I'm a teacher who makes 45 grand a year, and he's a titan of industry who makes 45 grand a day, you know? I sort of get it. Also, I'm banging his daughter. I'm not sure you ever get past that. Barry smiles. Yeah, there's that. Andy spits out his paste. You got floss? Barry gestures towards his toiletries kit. Andy picks it up, starts looking for the floss, and then Barry remembers something. But it's too late. Andy has found the ring box inside Barry's kit and opened it to reveal a huge diamond engagement ring. Holy Christ! Barry reaches for the ring. Uh, yeah. I wasn't going to tell you anyone about that. Just then, Scott wanders in, wearing only his Colorado State boxer shorts. His gut is sizable. <laughs> anyone got a nipple? Any li- nipple lube? Seeing ring. Jesus, would you look at the size of that thing? Scott grabs the ring from Andy. It's aliens for Becky. Jesus, who made this thing? Did he? Actually, I was trying to keep it a secret, so... Just then, Joe blows in, singing effeminate. (laughs) (laughs) Party in the bathroom. The bathroom. (laughs) French or Russian, I'm not sure. Minus cut 
2.6 carats, light pink tint, street valued, 26, 27K? Joe studies it in the light. Barry just rubs his temples. Dude, it's for Becky. Barry's finally gonna propose. Well, gosh golly, Barry O'Hara, good thing for you. Where you get that ring? Oh, it's a family heirloom. My grandmother smuggled it through the Holocaust, actually. I was going to propose to Becky this weekend. Andy throws his arm around Barry. I'll be for him. Well, now we have two things to celebrate. Mandalay Bay, rooftop night. The guys, dressed to the nines, open the steel rooftop door and file out onto the flat tar roof of the Mandalay Bay. Joe is carrying a bottle of Patron and four hotel glasses. Bringing up the rear, Barry slides a wood block between the door and the frame so they aren't locked up here. The guys step out onto the dark, windy roof and take in the stunning panorama. The strip, the mountains, the countless stars. It's breathtaking. This is so great. I love you guys. Check it out. Scott's ready. We've only had two shots, man. Yeah, what happened, Scooty? You used to be able to drink us all under the table. Dude, I'm a dad. I don't have time to get plastered anymore. It blows. And I'm a bad dad for saying that. What? Now! Because my dad was a bad dad. That's true, Scooty. But you're different. We've talked about this. Scott just stares at the guys, glassy-eyed. Have I showed y'all pictures of my kids yet? Yes. <laughs> Andy laughs and raises his glass for a toast. Heartfelt. Little toast to Tracy, the coolest, kindest, most beautiful woman I ever met. I can't believe she let me come this weekend, much less agreed to spend the rest of her life with me. I think both will prove to be massive errors of judgment on her part. Ah, the guys <laughs> chuckle. And to being here with my best friends in the world. There's nowhere else I'd rather be. That said, let's not get too stupid tonight, okay? I'm getting married in 36 hours. No, no. no. We'll, we'll be, be good. good. Totally, totally dude. dude. Andy lowers his glass, laughing, completely unconvinced. I'm serious, dudes. Nothing above the neck, no piercings, no weird haircuts, no facial tattoos. I gotta look decent on Sunday. Jesus, what do you take us for? Joe, you shaved Barry's eyebrows off the night before graduation. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. And remember when I blacked out at homecoming and you wrote on my face with permanent marker? That was awesome. What'd you write again? Respect, Respect me. me. They all laugh. Scott throws his arm around Andy, nostalgic. <laughs> good times, man. Good times. We'll be good tonight, Andy. Seriously, man, we're good friends. Yeah, we've totally grown up since then. Andy looks at them, highly dubious, then hoists his glass. Well then, to a night we'll never forget. Clink! And that's a little game I call Play Pretend. I didn't really come up with a name, so I just made that up now. I, I just want to say, first of all, was I Bradley Cooper? I think it was him. No? Oh, wait a minute. What? No, I had a gut. Bradley Cooper doesn't have a gut. That's right. true. That's Bradley Cooper, dude. You were Brad Galifianakis. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I was a Russian, French. That's your German. Bradley German, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, so you you knew it was from The Hangover. Yes, yep. and okay. I'm, I'm Ed Helms. I think his name is. That was a, he was getting yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're I, kind of an Ed Helms. I'm <laughs> Stu, the guy who gets stuck on the roof, right? Is it yep. Stu? Yeah. Oh, Rob Lowe. Right? That makes you no, uh, it was, Zach it's Galifianakis. A, it's it's uh, we covered Kmart Rob Lowe. <laughs> Did we cover that? Yeah, I said yes. it. 
We don't listen to Barry, though, remember? <laughs> Um, I thought that would be fun to do, and I thought because it was four dudes who were friends, and uh, it would be fun, and that the twist would be we had to come up with voices, which uh, most of us did. Yeah, I would have done a different one. Now that I think about it, yours was the best job. I, I knew you were pressured, and you went you went to a you went to a class. Staple it was French, <laughs> was right? Great. French. Part of it was French. Yeah. Earlier on, it was Russian <laughs> and German. So I, I feel like I forgot mine halfway through. I'm like, you did, you did, yeah. you did. Yeah. <laughs> which which makes it funny. We would have done a retake. It's funny. So like most people listen to these. I find out most people listen to these podcasts in like one and a half or whatever. So like, right. oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to sound like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, I thought it'd be fun if you know if you guys feel like once a week coming up with something fun, little game to do. Then there you go. I like it. That was fun. Yep. Thank you. Are we going to do what's that smell? Uh, we still have 15 minutes. <laughs> I got something. I got plenty too. I got so, a couple. Go ahead. Uh, who went last before me? Scott. I think I did. Yeah. Going All this right. Way. Yeah, so. Okay. I just did mine. Go All ahead. Right, so I just thought of this one today as well. So if you got attacked <laughs> <laughs> by a gang of four-year-olds, how many do you think you could take on? Oh, wow. Good question. Four-year-olds are surprisingly inept when it comes to hand-to-hand combat. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but they, eventually they're going to outnumber you. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Just like, you know. What, you think one? Even enough puppies are going to take you down, or kittens. If they, you'd have to pile so many kittens on top of me that it literally, uh, I suffocated. I think. Really? Same thing with four-year-olds. They're pretty bad when it comes to, you know. But what if they knew? If you punch a four-year-old in the face, they're not coming back from that. Right, exactly. Well, I'm assuming. <laughs> that is true. Could you, could I mean, you I haven't signed fend definitely. them off? Right. So like, While they if, come if at they you. they knew their job was to kick your ass, yeah. right, yeah. they'd keep coming. So like how many do you think you could fend off? Not only are they bad at fighting, they're stupid. Right, so they're just gonna walk right into your fist that's going right at their face. But what if there's like four or five more behind them? Like they're grabbing your legs, they're grabbing your arms, and you know what? Kids are clean. Are, are these kids uh, violently going after you? Are there, is there yes. one mission in life I, I to called, get you? Yeah, it's not like you're just walking up to okay. a gaggle of four year olds and just whooping them. Have you ever literally been attacked by a four year old? I have. I got. A, I had a buddy How'd who you do. Yeah, I, I did all right. It was embarrassing. <laughs> he literally grabbed my nuts. Uh, well, that's the move, yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> that's when you're done. I was going to ask about that, you know, like, what's our assumption there? And are there moms What was your gut crowd? reaction when that happened? I looked at his dad like, dude, are you going to do something about this while he's literally clawing my nuts? Because I wonder in a situation, like, because your gut reaction is just to, you know, either use your hand or, or do something to get it off, right? You forget, I'm a mental health professional, a former mental health professional. Ah. I would never literally attack a child. I do like to joke about it. And the only limitation to how many four-year-olds I could take on is how literally how fast I can punch. Because I'm not missing. But for how long? You're going to wear out. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get tired. We're talking hundreds and hundreds of four-year-olds. No way, yeah. dude. Yes. If they were intent on bringing you down, like if you said, hey, hey, kids, like there's a room of 100 kids, you can have all the ice cream you want if you whoop Barry's ass. They would see the vicious beating that I would see on that first four-year-old, and they'd be like, that's it, I'm done. 
I almost wish now that someone would animate some of our segments. <laughs> if there's any animators out there, I'd really like to see an animated segment of Barry fending off four-year-olds. I mean, they by would, the hundreds, they would see the blood shooting out of that first four-year-old and be like, "That's it." See, I just I, see this like a World War Z. See, I've got thing. the mental image of um, of Barry like Neo. Where the yes. agents are all on top uh, yes. of, and then yeah. he just explodes, and they're yep. flying off of him. Yeah. That's the only limitation: is how quick I can punch. All right, so you're you're limitless. Hundred, it's in the hundreds. <laughs> it, I, I would eventually get tired. I agree. I would try not to wear myself out on the first few. You just give them a gentle, you know, kind of punch in the face. They fall over. They start crying. The rest are like, "Wait a second, this is real. This is a bad idea." Well, so I think this you gotta just make got to make an example of the first few. Exactly. And then you let up. exactly. Like prison, right? <laughs> Ripping off your shirt. Not that I've ever been there, but I, I hear you, you got to make an impression. They're like, "This got super real right now. I'm not sure that that ice cream is worth it. Where's my mommy?" I, I mean, I would say, you know, a hundred is an out out there to say you could take before you succumb either to being tired or you're you're just overwhelmed by them. I agree. I think it's more of a stamina issue than I, it is a, a force I, or power I think issue. at some point you'll be enjoying it, right? At some point you could grab one of the four-year-olds and use it as a weapon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't have said kid. Like what if there's like four-year-old aliens that... Looked exactly like kids, but they were aliens and oh, not okay. kids. kids. I'm yeah. I'm literally swinging that kid's giant head as a like a <laughs> like a club. They're they're butterflies from Peacemaker, and it's our job to save humanity. There you go. Yeah. Man. Wow, Barry. That's a good question, though. I was going to say four. <laughs> <laughs> so you think you can take down a cow? Last week, but um... no, I was just joking. More than four, but I was thinking in the. By the way, everybody that's listening to this or I've told about the cow, they're like, no way, dude. No yeah. way you can take down Cows a cow. Cows are strong. But AF. when I told them about a llama, they were like, you could probably do a llama. Yeah. Grab it around the neck. It's got such it a big le- neck to like grab a hold of, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You choke that thing out real quick. You do a hundred llamas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could. <laughs> Given enough time in between, you could, you could take a hundred. By the way, I do not advocate beating four-year-olds. We'll, we'll just put in one of those fast things again. This Blind is all. Blindsided does not advocate hurting and small children. And I know children. Barry would videotape it for sure. Yeah. Any beating of children is purely hypothetical. I feel like Joe has a lot of insecurities about being attacked by things. I, you know what? I do. Well, no. I do see how you would say that. I don't know why all my subject, Have <laughs> my you, common subject matters are being attacked or attacking. What's your most dangerous encounter you've ever had with a real live animal, Joe? It's got to be a dog. Really? Yeah. Chased by a dog Chased when by probably dog. weren't running. Well, we, we all know what it is. It didn't even bite me, though. <laughs> well, one, because it couldn't catch me because I'm so fucking fast. Yeah. Um, but it had to have been a dog. Yeah. I don't know. I got run over by a cow on the farm. Did you but, choke it out? No, but I went Pussy. home to get a gun and I was going to kill it. <laughs> like, I was so pissed. Oh, was, really? Oh, yeah. She was, she was mean. And um, so, yeah, but Grandpa saw what I was doing, intercepted me. And I'm like, no, I'll pay you for her. I don't care. I want her done. Wow. Like, like, yeah. well, tell me market value. I can see this guy. I can see this cow behind your grandfather just being like, what's the matter, pussy? Grandpa won't let you get your gun? Fucking lay down, boy. What's your PayPal, Grandpa? I'll send I'll that over the cash. 
<laughs> the cow's like, I'll double it if you give me him. You got the bottom of my hoof greasy. Come here. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. What do you got, Barry? We got time for one more. What's a commonplace thing that you just fail to understand? I'll go first. I don't get daylight savings time. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, you can try to explain it to me all you want. It makes not a bit of fucking sense to me because, you know, on one hand, like it gets later at a certain time. So there's supposed to be more daylight. That's what everybody says. That's bullshit. None of that makes any sense to me. It doesn't. I'm actually with you on this. I mean, I understand the concept, but some, I hate it. Some states have gotten rid of it for that same reason, mm-hmm. and I, I'm all I, I'm all for that. Wait, so would states? you stick with daylight savings or daylight standard? What? Just pick one. I don't know what the fuck Just you're keep talking it about. Rolling. Right. He I don't even know, know what you're talking about. Barry never wants to see it change. He just wants yeah. the, the time to be the time. One time. That's it. I'm down with that. Okay. Problem solved. Problem solved. Moving on. Okay, could one of you explain sex to me? <laughs> what? I don't understand it. What? Uh, no, seriously. And, and I know this is, I heard this somewhere else recently too, so I feel like I'm borrowing it, but it is one thing that I never understand is money. So we can make all the money we want, yet it's valuable. <laughs> like we're in so much debt everywhere. Why don't we just make more money? And then we're not in debt anymore. That's what uh, Powell would like to do. Just keep printing that money. Yeah, just keep printing it. Because it used to be tied to gold, didn't it? Like now, it's not tied. It's to not. Gold anymore. Yeah, they broke that a long time ago. So what are we doing? Right? Why do we owe China so much money? Print some money and give it to them. Say, here, yeah. China, here's our money. Like, oh, look what I found in my back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tied it all around. I love it. Yeah. How about you, Joe? I don't have one. What? I, I Joe do. Understands everything. Joe, Joe doesn't understand five mile phone. Yeah. <laughs> what commonplace thing Big can words. you just not understand, Joe? Come on, there's got to be one. I'm pretty. You know, you understand either understand everything, or you don't understand a lot of something. Or I don't care. Huh? That's a good one. I don't care about a lot of things. I'll give you one that I, I never, I never understand. This is how did like people come up with making certain things? Like who, who decided, hey, this makes beer, or oh, this is how we're going to make bourbon now out of this, this stuff, and you know who decided, or oh, we can eat these berries and we won't die. That's a good I, point because I was watching a latest episode of something, and they're on some foreign planet, and the guy's never been there before. He walks by like a bush that has like a berry on it, and he like, just eats it, and he eats it. Yeah, mm. sounds like fiction to yeah. me. Yeah, I haven't heard a story about what you're talking about, yeah. Andy. Every planet I've been to, I've eaten the berries. <laughs> I've always made sure I checked with the local. Hello, ladies. Outside the window yeah. here. Anyway, um, supposedly the fermentation process was invented by the Egyptians who chewed stuff and then spit it back out with the yeast and bacteria from their mouths, which made it ferment, and that's how it was discovered. That's mm. what I've heard. Did you read know. it on the computers? <laughs> I'm one of them fancy new iPhones. Probably. All right. I got a couple things I want to squeeze in before we're done. Let's do it. One was I really wanted to do a word of the week. Um, yes. And I did have one last week and we didn't, I forgot about it. So the word I discovered was Maria Menounos. Um, I was at the gas station. It was Wait like, a minute. okay. Let's, 
we should play. You now we have this what to smell. We should yep. do this. What's this word? So you say a word and you know the meaning of it, right? Okay, I do. And I have to guess. Okay, the word is Maria Menounos. <laughs> I think I know. That sounds I think I like know a it. host of an Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. She's on like on today Today Show or something like that. So this is a real word. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'll, I I don't know, but all I saw is that she's this person who's on the Circle K uh, gas station <laughs> gas machines, and it's I assume that's the name of the gas machine is Maria Menounos. I see what you did there. No, am I wrong? <laughs> God damn it! But I was what are you right. Saying, all right, we got to do what's that smell? We don't want to. We don't want to tie up and go over an hour because we're not we're not like that. Um, listen, I didn't have a lot of time for what's that smell. I apologize in advance. Wasn't this supposed to be Scott anyways, but he forgot. To, I right. took it by mistake. No, took it. You're off the hook, Scott. Joe appears horrified by the smell so far. But he took the biggest, deepest breath I've ever seen. He's concentrating very hard on what the smell is. Oh, man, that's good shit. <laughs> yeah, you may be seeing uh, visions after this. It smells really good. It's some kind of uh Hey. Don't don't say, say it. it. I don't know what it is. I think I know. <laughs> that was good job, Barry. It's all it's all about sounds. I smell gin. <laughs> yeah, some kind of alcohol. All right. Uh, well, then, Scott, you go first. I don't. It. I think it's like an alcohol of some sort, but I mean, it could be hand sanitizer. I thought it was hairspray. <laughs> oh. Well, that's high alcohol content. I know. I know what it isn't, and it's not hairspray. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Take your guess. We got three minutes. Good one, Joe. It's got alcohol in it for sure, but it's not something you drink. You don't drink hairspray. <laughs> Speak for yourself. That smells good. I'm, I'm huffing that stuff I'm right now. Aquanet. All right. Everybody's got their guesses in. Yeah. Barry? Uh, I totally know it. I just can't place it. Yep. Me too. All right, you ready? Yeah, sure. None of you are even close. Damn it. It is Deepwoods Off. Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's got to be like not the now, natural. Now, when I sniffed it, I thought for sure you guys would get it because it was so strong, but. Oh, my God. That's, Scott. That's all I can smell now. You should have got that for sure, Scott. I should have. But is that I like don't... a nature scent? Because that's a pretty good smell. No, that's the green bottle. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What is your excuse for not recognizing Deepwoods Off, Scott? Well, I, I try not to use DEET because it's horrible for you. Yeah. Don't so, they have a non-DEET deep woods off? So I, I treat my clothes with uh, permethrin, so I spray the clothes down, and it lasts like six yeah, weeks. Yeah, that stuff works great. Yeah. So then I just slip into, like, long sleeve, you know, long sleeve shirt. We'll save promethrin for next week's word. Yeah. I have no idea what you just said. Oh, it's amazing. You don't have to put that crap on. <laughs> well, luckily for us, uh, the cops were nice enough to let me stay before arresting me to, to do this last podcast. And then apparently, since uh, we started talking, they've decided to let me go. I mean, I have no idea why. How do I know you're the last cop I'm going to have to grease? 
Uh, excuse me, Scarface. We're not going to talk about that. Um, yes, luckily, uh, for some unknown reason, we are not going to be arrested, or I'm not anyways, and we'll be back next week. So I want you to all do me a favor. You've started to email getblindsidedpod at gmail.com. We're looking for guests. I've already had, I'd say, six or seven people reach out for guests. Um, you have to rate. You have to review. You have to subscribe. You have to buy us drinks when you see us out in public. You have to give us high fives. You have to wave and say, hey, I know you guys. Reach. Yep, and uh, we all carry pictures and autographs, so, uh, I mean, they're $10 each. Obviously, we can't do it for free. So, we will see you next week, and my sign-off this week is going to say, be good to each other. <laughs> no, just kidding. I don't care what you do to each other. Mine's going to be, I will see you later. I want to give a shout-out to all the uh, ice shanty prostitutes. Yeehaw! <laughs> we'll see you. We'll see you. Hear you next week. Talk to you. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs>